welcome back to another episode of It's the Flat Out Truth Podcast. I'm your host, Bravo Cologne. Let me start off by saying that it is an honor and our pleasure to be able to spend this time with you and how blessed we are to be in your company. Since the last podcast on The Storm Within, we're now on SoundCloud as well, and we are currently in the process of adding a YouTube channel also, all for Hashem's glory. The time we spent in Florida was a true learning experience. The weather was amazing, Baruch Hashem. If I had to focus on one thing that was learned from this trip is that we can't take anything for granted, no matter how small or insignificant the matter might seem. And secondly, people, if they're sincere enough, they're more than willing to help you through the tough times. I mean, isn't that what we're supposed to do? Aren't we supposed to lift the fallen, encourage the discouraged, and cheer the ones on who are running in the race alongside of us? If we could help one another instead of knocking each other down, there would be no limit as to what we could accomplish. And that reminds me of the time of the Tower of Babel when Elohim confused the languages because men united in an attempt to construct a building that would reach heaven. Not because the tower would reach heaven, but because of the underlying agenda behind its construction. But we'd rather look upon the differences of one another, whether physical or educational, just to discriminate our fellow man. Who is made in the image and likeness of Elohim. So, what are the differences between us? Other than one person may be more book smart than the other, or one may be more attractive than another, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. There is no definitive difference between us, other than you might be better off financially than myself, or you may be of a higher social status than I. But at the end of the day, the hole that's dug in the ground for both of us is of the same exact measurement. And we will both be judged alike. And there is no escaping that fact. We both need a redeemer. And we both need salvation. And there's no amount of money that can buy our way out of that. Did you hear that, Mr. Bloomberg? Did you really hear that? So then why do we live with the ever-present prejudicial concepts of each other? When in all reality, we aren't that much different from each other at all. Our bodies process food the same exact way. We all have to breathe to live. And the blood gets pumped throughout our bodies by our heart. When? When are we going to learn to appreciate one another? When are we going to learn to love our neighbor as we love ourselves? Or could it be that we have no love for our fellow man because we don't know how to love ourselves? You know, hate is such a strong emotion and it requires a lot of energy. How can we love 
a person, but yet hate another? Do we really hate the person, or are we using the word hate out of context? Yeshua used this word hated in one of his teachings, which we find in Matthew chapter 10, verse 22, where he says, You will be hated by all because of my name, but it is the one who has endured to the end who will be saved. Now, to find out what the word means in this context, in this verse, we have to look at the Strong's. And in the Strong's, the word hated is G3404. And it means to hate, detest, love less, esteem less. Wow, that's, that's pretty cool. But I always look in the dictionary as well to see what other definition can help describe what, what I'm reading. So in the Webster's Dictionary, the word hate is defined as an intense hostility and aversion, usually deriving from fear, anger, or a sense of injury. The second definition is extreme dislike or disgust. Hmm, wow, that's pretty strong. Now, this shouldn't be too difficult to understand. Messiah tells his disciples that they would be hated or despised because of his name, because they are his followers, because they are or they will be teaching the truth, his truth, the truth of Torah, of repentance and salvation. But let's back up a little to see the context of this passage. And before we do that, we're going to look at Matthew Henry's commentary on the whole Bible on this chapter. We find that this chapter is an ordination sermon in which our Lord Yeshua preached when he advanced his 12 disciples to the level of apostles. These verses here are in relation to the sufferings of Yeshua's ministers in their work while in this world, which they are taught here to expect and prepare for. They are directed also how to bear the suffering. This part of the sermon looks further than to their present mission because they still haven't dealt with the great hardships or persecutions while Messiah was with them. But Messiah warned them of the troubles they would encounter after Yeshua's resurrection. Yeshua tells them that they must expect greater sufferings than they were yet called to. Luke chapter 9 verse 23 says, Then he said to them all, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. It's a good thing to be told what troubles we may have to face. Messiah foretold their sufferings as well as his own, and yet will have them go on just as he went on himself and foretold them so that the troubles might not come as a surprise to them and shock their faith, but that being the accomplishment of a prediction, they might be a confirmation to their faith. He tells them what they should suffer and from whom himself. 
There is a price to pay for spreading the truth. The price brings with it persecution, punishment, and even death. The disciples turned apostles willingly accepted their positions, knowing what their end might be. Now let's take a look at Matthew chapter 10, verses 16 to 22. And it reads, Behold, I send you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. So be shrewd or wise as serpents and innocent as doves. But beware of men, for they will hand you over to the courts and scourge you in their synagogues. And you will even be brought before governors and kings for my sake as a testimony to them and to the Gentiles. But when they hand you over, do not worry about how or what you are to say, for it will be given you in that hour what you are to say. For it is not you who speak, but it is the spirit of your father who speaks in you. Brother will betray brother to death and a father his child, and children will rise up against parents and cause them to be put to death. You will be hated by all because of my name, but it is the one who has endured to the end who will be saved. If the world hated Yeshua without a cause, as we see in John fifteen twenty five, but this is to fulfill what is written in their law, they hated me without reason. Then it's no wonder that the world will also hate those that bore his image and served his interests as well. We tend to hate what is repulsive, and they are counted as the offscouring of all things, as we see in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13. When we are slandered, we try to conciliate. We have become as the scum of the world, the dregs of all things, even until now. We as believers... We have to bear the rejection from those who knew us in our previous lives when sin reigned in our hearts. So it shouldn't come as no surprise, as we see in this passage, that we are being warned of the evil that we will be confronted with, as we read in verse 16, when Yeshua says he is sending us as sheep in the midst of wolves. The wolf, being a relentless hunter, constantly plotting on how to attack his prey. And this is a direct parallel to how the world reacts to our following Messiah. And this is definitely nothing new. For we see in the past, the prophets all had to endure hatred in one degree or another. Because no one likes having light shed on their darkness. As in, we see in John three nineteen. And this is the condemnation that light has come into the world and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. But Messiah, he admonishes us to be aware of our surroundings, to be on the constant lookout for danger. So be shrewd, wise as serpents and innocent as doves in the second half of verse 16. One should never drop his or her guard. One must be properly equipped for battle at all times. When a soldier is in combat, his senses are heightened and his alert level goes past maximum 
since anything less could result in a one-way ticket out of here. Likewise, we must be super alert, especially in recognizing the tactics that wolves use to hunt. In verses 17 and 18, Yeshua tells his disciples to be aware of men, but beware of men, for they will hand you over to the courts and scourge you in their synagogues. Verse 18, and you will even be brought before governors and kings for my sake as a testimony to them and to the Gentiles. Since he already knows the true intentions of godless men, of men who have no fear of God and how evil they can be. For it was by the hands of men that Messiah would be put to death for the sin of the world. But they would commit these atrocities because of who Messiah is, as he states, for my sake. And it is so even in this present time. Let's take a look at the words spoken by Messiah in the Gospel of John, chapter 10, verse 18. If the world hates you, keep in mind that it hated me first. And verse 19 reads, If you belong to the world, it would love you as its own. As it is, you do not belong to the world, but I have chosen you out of the world. We really need to keep this in mind. We need to keep it in our mental Rolodex because we tend to forget, especially if we aren't completely strong spiritually, our flesh likes to rise up and forget its place. The reason the world hates us is because at one time or another, we were part of the sinful chorus. And Yeshua came and undid that by purchasing, redeeming us from the fate that awaited us. How then should we react when the world shows that it hates us? We are to be harmless as doves. How should we treat our enemies who despise and hate us? Paul tells us in Romans chapter 12, verses 19 and 20, Do not avenge yourselves, beloved, but leave room for God's wrath. For it is written, Vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. On the contrary, if your enemy should hunger, feed him. If he should thirst, give him to drink. For doing this, you will heap coals of fire upon his head. Yeshua had told us in Matthew chapter 5, verses 43 to 45, You have heard that it was said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your Father in heaven. He causes his son to rise on evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. We need to remember this always, that Hashem is in control. And if we agree to that, then we must allow him to take control and obey his every command. Vengeance is mine. I will repay. If we end up hating the world, then how different are we from them? Can we show them Hashem's love for them? There is a saying in Christianity that you may be the only Bible some people read. You may be the only Messiah some people see. 
We are called to serve God by serving others, just as Messiah served us, as we see in Matthew chapter 20, verses 27 to 28. And whoever wants to be first among you must be your slave, just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and give his life as a ransom for many. And we must offer up our lives as a living sacrifice to our eternal Father, blessed be he. This, my friend, is true servanthood. Not just mere lip service, but a genuine, wholehearted commitment to glorify his holy name and expand the kingdom of God by sowing seeds of love. The next time that we're confronted with hate, let us become like the Talmudin in Acts chapter 5, verses 40 to 42. At this time, they yielded to Gamaliel, and they called the Shaliach in and had them flogged. Then they ordered them not to speak in the name of Yeshua and released them. The Shaliach left the Sanhedrin rejoicing that they had been counted worthy of suffering disgrace for the name. Every day in the temple courts and from house to house, they did not stop teaching and proclaiming the good news that Yeshua is the Messiah. What will you do with what you know? Can we remember to stand strong in the face of adversity? Will we allow Hashem to take complete control? Will our acts of kindness towards those who hate us and persecute us end up heaping hot coals upon their heads? Will we serve our Father by serving others in selfless love? There is so much more that we can touch on the subject since it can extend into so many other areas of our lives, both physical and spiritual. But we're going to choose to pause right here for now. And the next time you find yourself hated because you chose to follow the master, remember it's only because the world no longer has the hold it had on you before you came to Messiah. And it will go to any length to try and take you back. So, be wise as the serpent, but harmless as doves. There's no question, my friend, that we will be hated. As the master said, you will be hated by all because of my name. But it is the one who has endured to the end who will be saved. Endure, my friend, and hang on. Do not let go. Endure to the very end. Amen. Baruch Hashem. I would like to take this time and thank you again for spending your time with us here at It's the Flat Out Truth. It is truly an honor to be able to share with you, and we would like to hear from you with comments and suggestions and questions that you might have. You can write to us at it's the flat out truth at gmail.com. And you can find us on many different platforms from anchor.fm to Apple Podcasts and many more in between. And we're also on SoundCloud, and we want to thank everyone, everyone who is supporting us. I can't, I can't thank you enough. And I also cannot 
say this enough, that we never do it alone. So if you've been blessed through this podcast, please share the link with someone that you think would like to listen and become part of our growing family and who would benefit from this. So in service to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, B'Shem Yeshua HaMashiach, may Adonai bless you and keep you. May Adonai make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. And may Adonai lift his countenance upon you and give you his shalom. Amen. Shavua Tov. Until next time. I'm your host, Bravo Cologne. And this has been, and it's the Flat Out Truth Podcast.